G'day everyone, it is Jules Dan here, back for another episode of Storytelling Secrets, and on this episode we're going to talk about how do you get better at telling stories. Now, I wish I could give you the magic pill. I wish I could, but I want to tell you a quick story about how I discovered there is no magic pill. But before I go into that story, let's roll that intro. Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up, to take action, and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. So, back when I first started my entrepreneurial journey, I started something called Body Mind Biohacking. You might be thinking, what in blazes is Body Mind Biohacking? You have a good point. What is that? It is a brand I started all about biohacking. It is all about cold showers, fasting, supplements, uh, all this other crazy stuff to hack your biology. And I was—I really enjoyed the, the stuff, but creating content was always one of the hardest things I found. And that I was following what all the gurus would say. I'd go to Amazon, type in a keyword, see what drops down, and those are your pieces of content. You type in a keyword on YouTube, and you see what are those top five videos, and then you create your own version of that. And it was just basically regurgitating stuff. I would have my notebook, jot down lots of ideas, stand up in front of a camera, pretend to act, talk about the content, produce all these videos. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was, oh my goodness. That was the most time-sucking, energy-draining thing I imagine. And all the content had maybe, you know, 10 to 30 views, 30 likes on Instagram, and then, like, what did I get out of it? I just regurgitated content, in a sense. So, there has to be a better way. Not only to tell stories, but to get better content out. And it's true, you can. I'm going to show you how. So, what you want to try and do is, you want to get better at telling stories by telling stories every single day. I'm going to say that again. You got to get better. If you want to get better at telling stories, you got to practice telling stories every single day, even if you're afraid that your content will be crappy. I give you permission to make con- crappy content if it means your storytelling will get better and you can help your tribe out in the process and you can sell more stuff and have a more positive impact. I give you permission to create crappy stories. You might be thinking, oh gosh. I don't want to, or like, how do I even start? Like, wh- where do I even begin with the stories? I've, I don't, I have, I don't have any stories. Yes, you do. <laughs> you have so many stories in your everyday life that the smallest little nuances that you start noticing around you, you can turn them into content. You can flip them around and 
bring some meaning into them and then turn it into a lesson and then link back to your stuff. It is what... This isn't original. I took this concept from Pete Godfrey. He is a master of copywriting, storytelling, marketing. He's another Aussie as well. And he teaches this really well. And this is where I got his idea from and I started doing it. And it has gone my confidence in the way I tell stories, the way you are able to see firsthand, you know, like, okay, I created this story and I created this story and this one bombed. This one did quite well and this one didn't do that well. And the more stories you get pumping out, pumping out, pumping out, you see what sticks and then you can start using them more. Okay, so why would you want to start doing this? You want to start creating story banks, metaphors, analogies, bridging concepts, stories for objections, stories for things that are relevant in everyday life and they link back to your stuff. But you're still probably asking, Jules, how on earth do I create a story? I don't have these stories. Okay. Pete says this is very, very easy tip to follow. Don't follow that eight-step eight epiphany bridge script or don't follow Joseph Campbell's 40, 40 steps in his story circle. Follow tension and discovery, okay? There's some pain, there's some drama, there's some issue at the start. You're along your journey and you discover something along the way. It's that simple. Okay, does that make it a little bit easier? Now I want to think, now you have the story structure in place, okay, how can you use your everyday stories? Well, I'm going to give you one for example. Okay, so the other day I walk into my gym and I notice that there are so many people on the cardio equipment. Every piece of cardio equipment is going, all the machines are going, pitter patters going everywhere. And people sweating, working really hard. And the same people I've noticed that have been there the last four years and they've barely changed body shape, barely. And they're working so damn hard. And then I walk in, I go to the weights area. No one's in the weights area. It's completely empty. And frankly, I know that if these people went to the weights area and started doing an intense weights workout, that would be the shortcut to getting a bit, in, get, getting a bit more fit to put it nicely. But the thing is that the masses, they're stuck on the treadmill. They're stuck in this thought, if everyone else is doing it, then it must be right. Then it must be the way to go. And they're all working hard and they're all doing the same thing. But the most obvious answer is right over there. It's the weights area. But but they're too, too caught up in what everyone else is doing to notice what really works. So this is an analogy that I picked up from my everyday life and I use in my content now whenever I want to bridge the gap between what people stop focusing on what everyone else is doing and start focusing on what everyone else is not looking and is actually effective right now. That's like a little metaphor analogy that I used in one of my emails recently. And what was that about? Well, hint, hint, I really believe that in 2020, stories are going to be the thing that make you stand apart from everyone else. Shh, don't tell anyone though. Now, you can use that sort of story structure from everyday life. I have a few crazy ones as well about birds and stuff, but whatnot. Anyways, it's irrelevant. Start thinking about little things in your everyday life and practice telling stories every day. How are you going to do that? How are you going to not waffle on? There's a little app called Clipomatic. I love it. 
it only lets you record for one minute and it gives you subtitles. So it gives you an excuse to post on LinkedIn or Facebook or whatnot. You don't have to post if you don't want to, I'm not forcing you to. But, you know, it's not the same as you just pulling out record on your phone, okay? You've got that deadline, that one-minute deadline. It stops you from waffling and it gets forces you to get to the point and practice you getting to the point while telling a good story in the process, okay? So that is my tip for you. Now, how do we take this up one more notch? So shameless plug for my Facebook group, Storytelling Secrets with Jules Dan on Facebook. So... I had a really great conversation with one of the members. His name was Michael Scott and he told me the power of finding your why and then using in your story and then using it as a lens so that everything you do makes total sense and is in line with creating much more impact than just saying you do what you do and not having real purpose for it. And I thought it was very cool, very powerful. I went through the exercise myself and I realized that my why was not deep enough and that he really opened my eyes to what is definitely possible. So I want to go through that same training, what he went through with me inside of my Facebook group. How can you leverage your why so you can create better stories? And it will make it so much easier if you have a deeper why, deeper connection to what you do instead of having to be like, oh, like me at the start, oh, I have to create another video for body mind biohacking. It's like, no, you're going to get out of bed and you're going to really enjoy it. So this week inside Storytelling Secrets with Jules Dan, the Facebook group, I will be going live, going through that exercise that I did, that Michael showed me. And I know it's going to be very, very helpful if you're looking to level up with your stories and get really fired up about it and really passionate about it. Anyways, guys, I will see you in a few days. I believe it will be Thursday in the US, Friday for Australians, for my first guest podcast who I've not been able to get on, but now I'm finally getting my guest, first guest after the launch. Her name is Chris Ward. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait for you guys to be there. Anyways, guys, this is Jules Dan from Storytelling Secrets. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time letting me inside your earbuds. Very intimate place. Anyways, thanks a lot. See you later.